Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm -hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I'll tell you what, this is the episode that almost didn't happen. We have had... So many obstacles. Really? Truly. Because Ollie went to bed so late. Yes. We got heavily invested in the circle. Ugh. I can't stop watching. You and my husband were flirting right in front of me. (laughs) (laughs) Making me want to die. I already said he's not my type. (laughs) And yeah, after that happened, I did an entire Sir Mix-a-Lot you know, little ditty, and now we're not even going to get to use it because uh, it was see, in, Bass the, is in it, trouble. <laughs> it was in the bad audio. Looking for a piece of that butthole. <laughs> no, I'm not telling the butthole story again. I'm sorry. Uh, it's bubble. Bubble? Yeah. Looking for a piece of that bubble. Yeah. Is that like butts, though? It has to be. The entire song is about butts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I listened to that entirely too young. Yeah. Well... No. I don't know that you had a choice. I was in second grade. <laughs> and you I, were in second grade? Uh, when I listened to it, I'm pretty sure I was definitely in elementary school because my dad was dating somebody. <laughs> and that's how you figure out mm-hmm. what time of your life <laughs> I'm it like, was. Which person was my dad dating? <laughs> <laughs> that's all my memories. Love that for him. <laughs> um, if you guys can't tell, <clears throat> I have reached my uh, peak Britney Spears. Um, Sierra gave me her her cold but that was not my fault <laughs> i tried to quarantine she myself came over hacking like a freaking i don't even know and i tried i lost two of my senses for three days yeah 
I watched her on Marco Polo talk about how sick she was. And I was like, get out of bed, you freaking lazy bum. It's not even, oh, it's by the way. It's just a cold. That was released in 1992. So yeah, for sure. I was listening to it entirely. 92? 92 they released it. We were one? Well, yeah, but that's not when I listened to it. I know, but I felt like when the music video came out. Well, the album was released in 91. But yeah, it was probably like 93 that. No way. No way. We have to fact check this. I'm sorry. What were you saying? I totally I was talking about how big of a baby you were because of the cold. (laughs) And then I got hit with it. And I was like, I'm dying. I it was awful. I know what temperature tastes like now because that's the only my sense of smell was eliminated. I couldn't my nose was basically useless and then I couldn't taste anything like not even the faintest. I, all I could tell that was in my mouth was texture and temperature. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hate to say it, but I told you so. And it's still kind of lingering. Like I've got a little bit of it still in my chest, but <clears throat> so now you're going to hear both of us being annoying, but I would say it's definitely a testament to our, um, what's that word? Perseverance that we have podcasted yeah. through, si- through, <laughs> through sickness and in health <laughs> for better or for worse. <laughs> when one of us wow. was in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. And now when this is out, I'll be in Florida. As long as we both shall live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. These vows mean more than my husband. Those vows <laughs> with his cheating ass playing Clue. <laughs> Well, he didn't cheat. He just lied. Yeah. Well, that's Which just is the as same bad. Thing. It's just as bad. Yeah. Wow. I'm not good at looking things up. I still don't know when this mix. It's mix 1992. Up. I'm telling that's you. That's not when the music video came out, though. Uh, well, it couldn't have been that many years later. I'm looking it up. Okay. Let Entertain the people. That bubble. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking at a rock video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's it? Something looking like hoes. Um, I want to say it says like knock need bimbos. <laughs> no <laughs> way. There's no way that's the lyrics. <laughs> I swear. Hold on. It's like knobby need. It bim- did come out in 1992. I literally told you that. <laughs> what? So I'm looking at a rock video. Where is that at? Because now I have to see what those something bimbos walking like. <laughs> what? Wow. You can mm. have those bimbos. I keep my women like Flojo. Ooh, I, I found it. Okay. Knock need bimbos walking <laughs> like those. That's right. Who the heck? I keep my women like Flojo. Or to the six. <laughs> just want to get with y'all. We, we have too. got to stop because I will do the entire thing. <laughs> this all happened because she was trying to say that Shane wasn't her type because he's He's skinny. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I like I'm real thick and juicy. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, I can't help it. Wow. So Uh-oh. on that note, <laughs> yeah. Now I know why. Like, it feels so natural just to like clear your throat directly into the mic, I'm, isn't it? Because, I just want to continue yeah, doing it. You can't help it. Yeah. I'm so sorry for all the editing. Well, listen, guys. I already did a full concert of Britney Spears because this is exactly (laughs) the kind of sickness you need to have in order to nail the impression. Are you going to do it for us? No, no, I did. I did like basically the entire song of Lucky. It was really good. This is a story about a girl named Lucky. (laughs) You guys remember that song or no? Oh, I love that. They can't answer me. That was one of my favorites. Early morning. Yeah. (laughs) 
She wakes up. The <laughs> knock, knock, knock on the door. And then you'd hear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've ever seen Crossroads? Yeah. Uh, do I ever? Well, I watched it recently and I was like, what? A film. Okay, I'm. I feel like it got a lot of uh, not so good reviews. reviews. And Zoe Saldana is in it. I'm saying, and Taryn Manning. Yeah. Freaking love Taryn Manning. Ooh, do I wow. love Britney Spears is in it? Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> she maybe shouldn't have been the star. <laughs> well, she's you know not a girl, not yet a woman. Yeah, I just said that the other day to somebody at work that you weren't a girl or a woman. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember the context. <laughs> I just know that I yelled it at them. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So well, I saw it in theaters. Oh. And we it was me and a, like, I don't know, like four or five other girls who I played basketball with. <clears throat> and we had to have been in middle school. Mm-hmm. And it was when the movie theater was still at the mall. Ooh. And do you ever go to the mall and you see yep. where the movie theater used to be? And you're like, how did it fit? Yeah. Yes. Seriously. How did it fit here? Where did it go? Like, because Marshall's does not seem big enough. Nope. To house the movie theater because I thought there was like a bunch of theaters. Yeah, there was like, okay, hold on. I'm picturing it. I want to say like eight. Because you could go on two different sides. Yes. Yeah. Why did they take that out? It wasn't doing well. That's Redbox probably or Netflix when you could like get them mailed to you. Mm -hmm. I saw something that a guy said that Netflix used to mail movies to you and the kid thought he was like fucking with him and he's like, no, seriously, like. Well, I remember we used to do that with my dad. Like we would pick, he would be like, all right guys, what films do you want to rent this yeah. week? And like we, you got to pick three, I think. Yeah. And they would send them to you, but you had to send them back. Yep. That was so funny. Oh my God. That was so yeah, long Yeah, now they're ago. just like loaded. On, it like comes preloaded on your TV. Our remote has a button for Netflix. Yep. Netflix. yep. Wild. Love smart TVs. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I went to see Crossroads and we were the only people in there and we were just running up and down the aisle. Willy dilly. <laughs> <laughs> so it, was like, that, it was that good of a movie <laughs> yeah we were just like we're allowed no parents oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah awesome so we have it's been like 10 minutes and neither of us have talked about our pants oh, oh how are how are your pants <laughs> comfy yours oh i'm wearing jeans so. yeah Boo. i saw that Boo Party foul. i know um so i'll tell you brand. why i will tell you why so on a side note to my depression, <laughs> luckily for me, I was diagnosed with manic depression. <laughs> and so I have been really on a manic swing. <laughs> She's I on have, Manic Island. <laughs> I really am. I have been wearing pants every day. There like is actual pants. Like tumbleweeds on Sad Bitch Island right now. There really are. And they're like, my bed will be, it's like, come back. And I'm uh, like, don't worry. Come back. Don't worry. Manic Island never lasts very long. <laughs> so um, I've also worn a bra almost every day. It's it's like sick almost. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with yeah. myself. But I've gotten all my laundry done. All of it. I don't even know you anymore. I don't know me either. And it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I'm very thank happy you. for you. You look like what I want to be right now. Very comfy. Death? Yeah. <laughs> Dead always. Yeah, I don't look... I don't look well. You've got a nice blanket wrapped around your shoulders. I look like a grandma. I love that. That's who I am. You know that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Um, My nickname in college was Nana. Really? (laughs) Yeah. My cousin, (laughs) who I lived with, my other cousin. Rude. (laughs) It was supposed to be me. (laughs) It will. Um, 
I used to mix up their names. So mm-hmm. Sierra on my dad's side. Sierraica. <laughs> is put us all nine days younger than me. And Erica on my mom's side is nine months younger than me. Ooh, I never knew so, that. Yeah, they what got knocked fact. up on my birthday. Oh, snap. <laughs> and it was in Myrtle Beach. They were going to name her Pearl. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't. It's Erica. <laughs> it, I'm going to call her Pearl. <laughs> she is like my best friend on my mom's side. She ended up like living next door to us. And then she, I'm so, so jealous of that. I'm like, damn it. I should have been there. It was so close. And then we, uh, lived for two years together in college. And what, when I was growing up, I would say Sierra to Erica mm-hmm. and I would call Sierra all, Erica all the time. And it used to piss both of them. Yep. Off. Yep. <laughs> but it's like, girl, are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, we called ourselves Naughty and Nana. She was Naughty and I was Nana. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. (laughs) But then we all went together uh, a trip to the Urshan. (laughs) Yeah, we went to Myrtle Beach. To (laughs) Urshan. This is so fun. That was a (laughs) really fun trip. One of the highlights of my life. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we kept making um, our Siri say things. But it was like in a weird accent and it wasn't really Siri. It was like some weird GPS. It was before our phones like were able to do like maps and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. It was stupid. Contour. (laughs) Yeah. We can't make it. That's why we're saying the things Things we're saying. Because (laughs) wow. Inside joke. I bet you guys feel so included. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. What a time. Um, Is it taking you back? Is it making you feel like you have, you know, you're doing that all again? Yes. Like deja vu. (gasps) Oh my God. What? I worked my ass off to get there. (laughs) I was really hoping you would. I was basically dragging us on that journey to get to deja vu. See me in my head. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) computing, computing. (laughs) Where are we going? That's why I have all my information written down in front of me. I am not a think on my feet. Or think her on my feet. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. That's fine. So yeah, we're talking about deja vu. This was a request. Yeah, and I think it's something that a lot of people know a little bit about, but it also it's uh, the biggest thing that we it's like why you know? Like, yeah, I because think I we think all wonder. I think we all experience it. Yeah, pretty much everybody. Yeah, is what it says. Um, and I got to tell you, here's a little spoiler alert. We don't know <laughs> why, but yeah. boy, do I have a lot of theories for you. So we got some scientific ones. We got some fun ones. We got some pseudoscience. Buckle ones. up, people. It's More pseudoscience. Yeah. We love that. We really do. And um, there's a lot here. Can I give what I think deja vu yeah, is absolutely. and you tell me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I experience deja vu, it's just a feeling it's a French word, isn't it? it like is. I've done this before. Already or seen is what it. Do, okay. Would you like me to read the? No, I want to guess, and I want you to tell me if I'm accurate. Oh, okay. And I was the, just gonna do the definition. I know, but I want to guess it. Oh, you want to guess the definition? Yeah, you always just give me answers, and I want to play. Okay, please. Yeah, no, <laughs> okay. go ahead. So I feel like you were right about French, by the way. It is French. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like déjà vu is just like I it, the feeling that you get, like the what's happening around you, what you're seeing, what you're feeling, you've already experienced before. Yes, that's it exactly. This says what if that is the exact definition? Like the oh same amount God. of likes and ums. <laughs> I just wrote it on Wikipedia. <laughs> How did you know? Uh, it says, although some interpret deja vu in a paranormal context, mainstream scientific approaches reject the explanation of deja vu as 
precognition or prophecy. Rather, of they, they do. Right, of course. They explain it as the feeling that one has lived through the present situation before, which is what you just yeah. said. An anomaly of memory whereby, despite the strong sense of recollection, recollection? Recollection? Recollection, yeah. Boy, all right. Recollection. (laughs) Sometimes I honestly hate myself. The English language is hard, truly. Like, I would not give yourself a hard time. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that so much. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The time, place, and practical context of the previous experience are uncertain or believed to be impossible. So basically what it's saying is... We are experiencing something, experiencing something that we are like, whoa, this already happened to me before. But in our minds, we're thinking there's no way it actually could have happened. So how did I predict that it was going to yeah. happen, basically? And it's not fun. I'll tell you. I wonder if there's differences between like, because I there's feel two like two types I, of deja vu. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that was <the> next sentence. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. I feel like I have two different kinds. Yep. One is where I feel like I physically have lived this moment before yes and the other is where i feel like i had dreamed it yeah well those are both definitely there's there's two types that are recognized but there are more types of it but so the two types are the pathological deja vu which is usually associated with epilepsy so this also said that um people who have had seizures a lot of times will feel it like get Feel a deja a vu on. yes but they get a deja vu like oh i experienced this before feeling then a seizure happens yeah. which i have had seizures and that that did happen yeah. for me i can i can pretty much tell it's almost like an out-of-body experience right. type of situation so there's that one um when usually prolonged or frequent or associated with other symptoms such as hallucinations may be an indicator of neurological or psychiatric illness and the non-pathological type characteristic of healthy people about two-thirds of whom have said that they've had deja vu experiences now more research that i did said that like everybody has but i think this is just like playing it safe yeah um, people, that's all it says basically. So, but you are right with the, the dream one. Cause that's in the theories. Oh, it is. Yes. Okay. And then the regular feelings, but there's also sensational deja vu, which is like where you have like a, a, a sense memory sense. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you, it triggers. Yes. Yeah. So like you're, you smell something and you're like, I know what that smell is. I've smelled it before, but there's no way that you could have type of situation. Yeah. Or. I've heard this song before, but it just came out. Stuff like that. That's like a mandala effect. Yeah. Thing. Well, the, it crosses. Is that in there? It oh does. God. Gosh, okay. maybe I've already recorded this episode before. Oh my God, this whole episode is deja vu. Um, it said that people who travel more or watch more movies are more likely to experience deja vu than other people. I w- the movies make sense to me only because I feel like when you... Um, what's the word absorb a lot of content yeah or like then it's easy to think that a memory that you watched is a memory you had type of thing yeah like yeah. that would make sense to me like the but that consume, would make, the more content yeah, yeah, you yeah. consume would be something that you store <clears throat> and then like how we said memories can stay close together and they can rev off on each other like yes. that would make sense to me yeah the traveling i don't understand i don't either but maybe just Jet more lag. experiences <laughs> well this does say that people tend to experience deja vu more in fragile conditions or under high pressure so like stressful situations and stuff like that and research shows that the experience of deja vu decreases as you age 
That's weird. weird. Isn't it? I, I will say, I feel like it happens less to me now mm-hmm. than it used to. It used to happen to me a me lot, too. a lot. Me too. Like all the time. And I, I, again, I think it's interesting because you and I have both said that we have such like, here we go. I'm going to use the word. <laughs> woo, woo. <laughs> no, I was vivid memories. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to hop on the woo, woo train. Not yet, but I will get there. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but we've had very vivid dream memories and yeah you know whatever so i i this is an example when we went to mexico i've never left the country ever in my life okay oh wait i lied i went to canada once when i was like two but okay yeah that's just north america <laughs> right literally <laughs> like i don't even think at that point i don't even i'm think also you had aware to that we a... are in north america and so is mexico yeah. like that was just a joke saying that it's the northern part of the usa <laughs> i felt like i needed to clear that up because Clarify. that's something i would hear later and be like jerry you're so stupid no <laughs> Well, th- when I went back, when we were going to Canada when I was younger, I don't even think you needed passports yeah. then. Like, it was so whatever. But anyways, so other than that, I've never left the country. So when I went to Mexico, we were walking along this, like, pathway at the resort. And I saw these, like, hammocky chairs and these trees that do not, they're not anywhere that we would have seen these trees. They're not right. like palm trees. They were, like foliage of the you know area yeah (laughs) so i see that and instantly i'm like oh my god i've dreamt this i've been here in my dreams before Uh and i read before that when you do dream you like all of your dreams are something that you have experienced before did you know that so it's Um, like your your subconscious can't make dreams up so like people places well i knew that about people in your dreams are places or people that you've, even if you don't realize that you've come in contact with them, like it's just somebody you saw yeah. one day pass it, passing them by in a car and you see their face and they appear in your dream, you can't make them up. Right. So the fact that that, I was like, how did I dream this? If I hadn't been If here. I've never been there. Right. I've never even been to that country. Yeah. But did you for sure dream it or did it just feel like a dream? Because I feel like I've had deja vu situations where I'm like, I dreamt that this was something, but then I'm like, did I really dream it or did it just feel like a dream? I don't know. See, that's the thing. So so a lot of these theories are going to have to do with like your brain malfunctioning. Basically, it's the root of the issue. I think I know two deja vu theories. Okay, go ahead. Okay. One is that this is like the more scientific one, I think, Mm -hmm. is that... Um, deja vu is just information traveling from one side of your brain to the other and it lags. It's lagging. Yeah. So like technically you, you did experience it, but you just didn't process it until a second later. It didn't catch up. And then so when you process it that second time, it feels like, oh my God, I know it's a memory basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because technically it did become a memory, but it's you're experiencing it the exact same time your brain just realized it's slow. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So that's one. Yes. And then the other one is that time isn't linear. Ooh, yeah. That's going to be one of my more favorite ones. And that it, it technically everything happened like all at once, like yes. everything that has happened and will happen already occurred mm-hmm. and our minds can only process it in a linear kind of slow way. Mm-hmm. And so when we feel like we've experienced something before having deja vu, it's our brain 
recognizing the entire sequence of time. Yes. That's yeah, my that's my favorite. One. That's my favorite one. So when I get to that one, I'll do, I'll read what okay. I have written because it's kind of, it expands on that a little yeah. bit, but yeah, that's yeah. like my favorite theory. So let's just get into the theories. That one makes so much sense to me. I, it really does. I was, that's when I was like, I'm going to research this a little bit more before I came over. It, I, it was just that theory <laughs> that I was looking at because I, there was a lot of, uh, quantum physics stuff yeah. and string theories and all that. And so I really, kind of went down a dark black hole (laughs) and i was like oh boy i can see how people could go crazy yeah like anyways okay so the first one is it's a mix-up of senses and memory so this hypothesis tries to explain the sensation of deja vu by linking it to our sensory perspectives which is what i said kind of before um in a famous psychological experiment the grant et al study Um, It shows that our memory is context dependent, meaning that we can recall information better when we are placed in the same environment in which we studied it, which I think is super fascinating. Um, This helps to explain deja vu by showing how stimuli in the environment can easily provoke a memory. A certain sight or smell might trigger our subconscious mind to recall a time when we saw or heard the same thing. It would also explain why the same deja vu experiences can recur. When we remember something, it increases the strength of our neural pathways, meaning we are more likely to recall something when we repeatedly think about it. I knew about that. That's so cool to me. Because um, they were saying that... So the example that I always use when I go to explain it is when I was in college... Mm -hmm. The amount of time that it took me to write a 10 page paper was nothing. Yeah. Because I was writing papers so frequently because like the formula of writing a paper, mm-hmm. um, the just like writing in general. Yeah. Uh, the conclusion, the body, the, the intro, not in that order, like <laughs> <laughs> being able to formulate all that information and put it together collectively. Mm-hmm. I could do it so fast because I was doing it often. Yes. The second that I stopped doing it, I couldn't write a paper to save my life right now. Right. And it's just because I haven't exercised that. And same thing with like, it's almost like muscle memory. So like when I'm shooting people, like I've said before, ask me what my creative process is. And I don't know Yeah, because I do it so often. It seems those pathways are so strengthened that it just happens. Yeah. And I mean, this is different with the photography thing. So you're always in different places, but when you studied or wrote papers, did you have a like specific spot where you did it in my bed where I did everything. Okay. Well, I was just going to say a lot of times they, you know, like it just said, um, muscle memory, but also if you're in the same spot or like in the same environment, it can trigger your brain to already get into that state of mind. I think that's why I can edit though so quickly because if I'm in, if I'm in my zone, Mm -hmm. I can just like crank stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, okay. The next one is dual processing so it's similar to the above theory this hypothesis is another that involves memory acting incorrectly or using higher processing so when we originally perceive something our brain places it into our short-term memory first then if we continue to revise the information it will eventually be transferred into our long-term memory where it's easier for us to retrieve yeah So items stored in our short-term memory will be lost if we don't make an effort to fully encode them. So like 
people's names. Well, yes, we're going <laughs> to second. I meet people and they tell me their name. I'm, I'm like, like I'm, I'm not going to remember that. I don't know who yeah. you are. Unless and then they'll use my name in a sentence <laughs> and I'm like, oh, guy. Yeah. Hey, you. I, but I know a lot of people who do that because I had this one guy one time when I was bartending and every time he would ask me for something, he'd be like, hey, Sierra, hey, Sierra. Every time. And I was like, uh-huh. that's making me uncomfortable. I hate that you're doing that. Yeah. But he, when I asked him, I was like, why do you keep saying And he's like, oh, it's just so I remember it for the next time I'm in here. Like, I just know you're. And yeah. he's like, if I don't keep saying it, I will not remember you. And I'm like, I always well, ask my nice. brides to make uh whenever i go over their con um, their consultation uh pre-wedding wedding, oh my gosh i can't speak right now <laughs> pre-wedding questionnaire that's a really hard couple I words know. to string together when i have a consultation with a bride for a pre-wedding questionnaire <laughs> um i ask for all the bridesmaids and all the groomsmen and if there are any children all their names mm-hmm. And I try so hard to remember them. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll get there and I'm like, just remember one. Yep. Just remember one. Because <laughs> I can't. It's especially if there's like a really big party. I struggle so hard oh, with I names. Do it. Um, and I also <laughs> I also really struggle with grooms' names. Because yeah. I'm normally in contact with, with the, bride. the bride. Of I'm course. Super involved with my brides. Yeah. Grooms don't really care normally. Yep. <laughs> um and so I'll go to do engagement sessions and it's really important for me to be like, okay, um, Brittany, I want you to turn this way. Elliot, I want you to turn this way. That's like my next couple that's getting married. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I'm using them. Um, but I always am questioning whether or not I said the right name. Oh my God. Yeah. And so I'm like, Brittany, you do this. <laughs> I just like whisper. I remember doing it with Bianca and Nick. And I remember I finally just confidently said Nick's name. And then he moved. And I'm like, okay. I have to ask, is your name really Nick? Or are you just trying to be nice and let me get away with calling you a different name? And he's like, we've met twice. And I'm like, I know. I'm so bad <laughs> like, at names. I mean, a you lot of look people. more like a Joe. I don't know. Yes. But no, he totally looks like Nick. But yeah, that's a problem I have. <laughs> it's a really big problem. That's really funny. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone and this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 
and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code TANGENTS20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them? or afford them, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take a little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Spring vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell 
anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me, and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat, like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk, and that's a important information to have. <laughs> so true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know, because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. <laughs> always have some. Seriously. But it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal, but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it. And you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter. Go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash tangents. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day, and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle, and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time-use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One Flex Disc can be worn for up to 12 hours, and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. <laughs> flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons, so they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons, I really truly believe that. Well, this beginner is grateful for that. <laughs> yes. It's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20% off Flex Disc starter kits. Or 10% off your first Flex Cup. Plus, you get free U.S. shipping. That's code tangents at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash tangents. Uh, I do that all the time with my customers because there's so many. I mean, I get regulars at the restaurant, but then other times they'll be like, say my name a bunch. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. We called this one guy Carl for the longest time. And his name is Dan. <laughs> <laughs> and finally one day he goes, you know, my name is Dan, right? So now every time we have to put his name in the computer, we write Carl Dan. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I never remember which one is actually his right name. <laughs> it's bad. Okay. So this theory suggests that when we perceive something, our brain is simultaneously trying to encode the new memory into our long-term memory. Thereby, it creates the uncomfortable illusion that we've already experienced it before because uh, it's going into long-term and short-term at the same time. Is that the thing I was kind of talking kind about? Kind of, okay. yes. 
Um, this theory may be confusing because it doesn't explain why the brain has timing errors in some moments, but not all the time. Yeah, explain that. Although this could be due to a small malfunction in the brain that is common to us all. That's all it says. Great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's literally all of these things are like, it could be, but maybe not. But also maybe, but probably not. <laughs> but we don't know. <laughs> okay, great. Um, the next one is familiarity-based recognition. I'm sorry. I have to go back to that. That is the one of the most... That is one of my greatest pet peeves with science what? is the oh, use of like, words like probably mm -hmm. and maybe whenever my mom was diagnosed with cancer, they were like, you pro it's probably um, mm -hmm. benign. And I'm like, probably. Yeah, you can't. That's not something you can just like probably. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. maybe you'll I guess you'll be fine. I don't know. And it's like the <laughs> this is my life. Right. Her I can't life. have you. I can't have you just. Well, your life too. Yeah, you can't. Just I was like, playing my mom in that moment. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, I. Uh, all of these things that I find, I want to be so confident and give you guys answers. And everything I find is always like, well, maybe this, but also probably not. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? I, I just her thing literally said because before she was diagnosed, she. Go, this is a really tangenty episode. <laughs> she um, found a lump, went and got checked, mm -hmm. and it said probably something and then it said most likely not cancerous well, and i'm like those are two words or two phrases that you, you don't use in the medical field no you either know or you don't know yeah you or found don't tell it, people check it out like don't because they sent her home saying it was most <gasps> likely fine and then six months later they're like actually, actually you know what um <laughs> no it's not oh my god no, it's not fine at all yeah that's terrible yeah, so if anyone ever puts that <laughs> on your medical stuff, you freaking raise hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so familiarity-based. It's when we recognize. <laughs> okay, that reminded me of us talking about how hard the English language is. And it said it had words like through, um, tough yes um like all these words that had o-u-g-h in them but they were all pronounced differently <laughs> yeah. and then it was like but pony and baloney rhyme yeah. <laughs> there's not like pony and bologna <laughs> yeah okay so i was trying to say when we recognize i almost did it again <laughs> recognize <You better> recognize <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Okay, hold on, I'm crying. I just really haven't laughed in a long time. <laughs> the manic, dang, Manic Island is lit. It is. Every time I laugh, I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Do kids say lit anymore? I don't know. I'm not a kid. <laughs> Anyone who's listening is our age, and they're like, yeah, lit. We're all saying it. We're freaking still saying lit for sure. <laughs> a we're lit AF. I don't know anything. Now, I can't hang out with anybody under the age of like 25 because I'm like, who are you, you alien person? <laughs> I don't understand anything you're saying or what doing. What island are you on? <laughs> I can't. Why is it so positive? Uh, okay, recognize a stimulus in our environment. We are using our recognition memory, which comes in two forms, familiarity and recollection. Recollection. <laughs> This is, listen, this is going to be a hard one for me. I'm sorry. Recollection memory is when we recall seeing something which we've seen before, such as recognizing someone who lives on your street in a store. Okay. This is our brain retrieving and applying true information, which we have encoded into our memory. Familiarity-based recognition is a little different. 
This is what happens when we believe we are seeing something we recognize, but we have no memory of it actually happening previously, such as seeing someone in a someone familiar in a local store, but not being able to recall how we know them. Yeah. Hate that yeah. so much. We kind of touched on that in, uh, which one did we touch on? Who we touching? <laughs> <laughs> when you uh, knew, thought you knew that girl uh, when you were Yeah, when we school. went to school, that was a Mandela effect thing. Yeah. Um, I hate that because I, I feel like that happens to me literally all the time. Yeah. And, I get it all the time for people. They're like, I've always gotten like, you must have that face. Like, you know, yeah. just one of those people yep, that I have we think yeah, I do have a face. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> not a good one, but not a bad just one. Just one of them. <laughs> it's just there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, that drives me nuts. And then I'll think about it all freaking day long and be like, how do I know her? Yeah. I know I know her. Okay. So deja vu could be a form of familiarity-based recognition, which would explain why we have such strong feelings of recognition when we experience the deja vu happening. This theory has also been psychologically tested by having participants look... Ooh, this is cool. Participants looked at a list of celebrity names and later a collection of celebrity photos. However, some of the photos were not included in the names given to the participants earlier. So even so, the participants still showed faint recognition of the celebrities they could not identify solely through the photographs if their names had appeared on the list earlier. Uh, Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So they just like thought they knew the person because they had already seen their name. Yeah. Got it. This could mean that deja vu occurs when we have a faint memory of something happening previously, but the memory is not strong enough for us to recall where we remember it from. Hmm. And then in that moment, we're thinking that we've experienced it before. I'm going to be honest. Anything that makes a little bit of sense. I don't like it. I disagree. No, I hate that. (laughs) Anything that's like real science based that (laughs) probably could be true. I'm like, no, I don't. That's not right. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think so. Me who has no (laughs) science background at all. I'm going to say that doesn't sound believable. Who's done zero research. Well, down by the bottom, we got some goodies. Okay. That me and you will really love. Uh, The next one's the hologram theory. The hologram theory is the idea that our memories are formed like three-dimensional images, which means they have a structured frame network to them. This theory, which was proposed by Herman Snow. I know. I love him. I like his name. (laughs) Me too. Uh, Snow, no W. Oh. Snow W. (laughs) (laughs) It suggests that the entire formation of a memory can be reconstructed by one element. So therefore, if one stimulus in your environment, a sound, a smell, etc., reminds you of a previous moment you've experienced, the entire memory can then be recreated by your mind, like a hologram. Yeah. That I agree. This explains deja vu by suggesting that when something in our current environment reminds us of our past, our brain makes a connection to the past event, and then our brain will produce a hologram of the memory to make it feel like we're reliving it. Okay. I love that. If I like that this one a lot. is true, mm-hmm. I, I do, and I agree with it. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with it causing deja vu, but I agree with it being a thing that happens. Yeah. If if someone were to ask you what sense triggers that whole 3D holographic thing happening, mm-hmm. what sense are you experiencing? Would be my biggest one. Yeah. Smell. Me too. Yeah. I feel like smells a lot. I feel like smells will take me. I'll be like, 
oh my God, this smells like my mom's house or something like that. Like my mom gave me a bag of clothes um, from when Noah was a baby. Actually, I think I was supposed to give them to you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) But she gave them to me and they were over at her house and I pulled them out to like fold them. You were supposed to give them to me. I remember you telling me about them. (laughs) Well, he actually can probably fit into them now because they were like when Noah was older and I'm like, I'm not giving these. He's a newborn. These are, anyways, you can look through them. (laughs) But uh I pulled them out and instantly it was like memories of my mom's house because when I pulled the clothes out, I smelled her house instantly. And I never know that houses have smells until you're not in them and something comes from them. And then you're like, this is my mom's house. That makes me so insecure. Me too. Because because I'm like, what does my house smell like? Yes. I know. (laughs) Our friends, Matt and Amber used to come over and then they would say like, smells like your house or they would come somewhere there somewhere and they'd be like, yeah, this smells like your house. And I'm like, what, what does, does my, my house, house smell, smell like? like? That because freaks me out. I think it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so do I all the time. I've never thought that your house smells bad, by Th- the way. Thank you. I don't know if I, I... That's the thing. I can't think of a specific way that someone's house smells until I smell it again. I can like think out of, of the element. I can think of how your mom's house smells. Can you? Yeah. Because your mom has a very... It's people. Yeah. So like your mom has a very distinct... <laughs> <laughs> your mom smells <laughs> no she has a very distinct get scent so self-conscious no i love it yeah it smells good it, right it, it's a very comforting it is scent to that's me. what i think every time i smell i'm like oh it smells like my mom's house it taylor smells, so smells like it yes her taylor house and, smells like taylor it. and your mom smell very similar <laughs> <laughs> to me <laughs> no for sure when i walk in taylor's house it smells like my mom's house yes my house is not I don't. I don't have a specific smell with your house. That's though. good. Okay, as long yeah. as it's not <laughs> you, bad. I saw you get like. Well, I have dogs. That's why I worry about it. Me too. Yeah. Matt and Amber's house. I remember that when they lived in Canton with us. I remember what their house smelled like. They had a very specific scent. Yeah. Um, and Grandma, how she smelled. Yes. I still smell it sometimes. Uh-huh. Our grandma has been, she passed away when we were 16. Yeah. That's over 10 years now. And I will yep. still smell her sometimes. Women will walk by who will either wear her perfume or something. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh my God, that was my grandma. It is so distinct. Uh-huh. Um, I remember when we were in elementary school, because we've said before that Sierra and I went to the same elementary school together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we were in the same class. And during grandparents' day, my grandma's like, bogo yeah <laughs> all my grandkids are here yeah um and they'd take us to pizza hut yeah that was so fun but i remember looking at you before she even came in the classroom and i said grandma's, grandma's here. here i know because i smelled I her like, the second she walked in the building i could smell her yes her i remember how her house smelled her yep. car smelled the same yep. she had i have her perfume i don't know where it is oh, but i have it i want to smell it again yeah. I think it's called Wings. Yeah, I need to buy it. Maybe Amazon that or something. <laughs> I can't smell shit right now, but yeah. We really are tangenty this episode. I was like, I don't know if we'll have enough to talk about. And we're like... <laughs> yeah. Well, Deja Vu, I think, is like something Everybody's everyone kind of... had that experience. Yeah. Like literally everybody. So it's just like, what are people's theories? And yeah. then like tangents. That's yeah. what this is. <laughs> this is what you signed up for. <laughs> Um, okay, so the reason we don't recognize the memory after the moment of deja vu has passed is because the stimulus that triggered it is gone. That tr- triggered the formation of a hologram memory is often hidden from our conscious perception, meaning hmm. like, we don't realize that we're bringing it out. Do you know what I'm saying? Like either it was, it says you may experience deja vu 
when picking up a can because the feeling of the metal is the same as a bike handle you once had. Oh, yeah, but it's like your wow. brain won't put it together that that's what it is. Yeah. But, but that's what it is. That's wild. Isn't that cool? That one was one of my favorites. My bike handles were plastic. Oh, my Rubber. God. <laughs> Every time I think about my bike, I think about the one time I went over a thing and uh, I... Like my bike handles turned so sharply, and at the same time, I hit a bump, uh-huh. and so I went flying into the air, and my bike handle just impaled me in my stomach. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, Pooh. get the wind knocked out. Yes, of and there was I was on a busy street, so cars were just like driving by, and I'm like dead. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody stopped to see if I was okay, uh. but I know they saw because it was so busy, and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I told my students a story about me and my bike, so. Where you know this, but for everyone who doesn't, where I live, I live on a, not now, but when I was <laughs> living with my parents, they live on a street corner, mm-hmm. and then my grandma lives next door, so the yard between the houses was basically ours. Both, yeah. And then there's um, apartments that my family owns on the other side, not mm-hmm. my personal family, but my extended family, mm-hmm. and then my aunt lives around the corner, so we had this big like lot. L-shaped, yeah. Yeah, where we owned like my family owned all of this area. Mm-hmm. And so I used to take my bike and ride from one end of my end of the street to the stop sign and go around in circles. And like I was on a racetrack with a horse. Yeah. And I pretended my bike was a horse <laughs> and I would like try and pop wheelies. Oh, and yeah. I, like my horse was being defiant. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember even like getting, kids are so fucking weird. <laughs> first of all. I remember even getting off the bike and then still picking up yes. the handlebars like, like it was sh- a bucking bronco. Like, steady, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I told that story to my students and they were like, you're real freaking weird, Miss S, huh? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. do your homework. <laughs> Shut up. I thought you could relate. Okay. <laughs> you guys don't do that? Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, okay. Precognitive dream theory. So a precognitive dream is where a dream we have predicts something that happens in the future, which is kind of what I talked about yeah. before. Someone finds themselves in a situation in a situation they had previously dreamed about. A lot of people report having precognitive dreams about great tragedy, such as the sinking of Titanic, suggesting that humans have a subconscious sixth sense. Did I ever tell you about the time that I thought that I predicted the tsunami? What? No. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. Where was it at? Uh, Japan? No, I was Thailand? Thailand. Thailand. Okay. So it wasn't Japan. I, don't I know remember I having a dream and in the dream I was in, well, I've never been to Thailand, Yeah. but in the dream I was in somewhere that was like what I would imagine to be similar to mm-hmm. Thailand. Um, and I looked and there was this huge wave of water coming and I was supposed to get on top of this house. They were just saying like, get higher, get higher, get higher. And then it was maybe a week later that the tsunami (gasps) happened. And I remembered (laughs) when you're a kid, you're so stupid. (laughs) But I remember thinking, had I just told someone about my dream? Oh God, then you (laughs) could have. (laughs) 
save people but you number one didn't know where you were (laughs) i didn't know where i was and it was a freaking dream and And it's it's not an uncommon dream yeah but i remember feeling like i knew the tsunami was gonna happen and so when i saw it i was like i knew i knew it oh my god i predicted it and i did nothing (laughs) what good am i how dare you yeah yeah i felt you know what? I've never told that story before. Oh my God. I've lived with this guilt all these years. <laughs> it's a, hey, look at me. It's not your fault. It's what? not your fault. Tell that to young Jerry. I know. I wish I could. Ugh, that's sad. Yeah. But also. Because it happened on like Christmas Day. I feel like things like that. I, I definitely believe things like that happen. I believe it happens more to children uh-huh. than um okay this says this could experience or i'm sorry this could explain deja vu by suggesting that the moment we have the experience of living something before is when we have <laughs> sorry what <laughs> i suggested that i typed this up in such a hurry earlier so i'm hoping i didn't like miss a word it's explaining deja vu by suggesting that the moment we have the experience of living something before it happened okay is when we have previously dreamed about the present happenings. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. God, I just missed a couple words there. I was <laughs> typing so fast earlier. Manic, you guys. <laughs> you don't understand. I'm like, yes, I got everything done, but everything is like very hurried. <laughs> um, and my boyfriend earlier was like, I don't know if I like this that much because I was just like staring at him while he was sleeping and then he woke up and I'm like, hey, <laughs> he's like, did you have a nice nap? Did you dream of anything that could save people's lives next week or no? <laughs> he was like, why are you just staring at me? I'm like, I'm happy. <laughs> this never happens. Be happy with me. Be awake and happy. Yes. I just wanted him to wake up. I wanted someone to talk to. Um, for example, you may have a dream about driving on a certain road and then later you drive on the same road as the one in your dream i swear to god that's like the arizona thing oh. if i ever go there and it looks like it did in my dream i will shit my pants because yeah. i could close my eyes right now and picture it yeah. i know exactly what it looks like i've never been to arizona yeah so it's gonna be pretty crazy when Let's i go, go. So i would love to go to arizona <laughs> yeah Corey wants me to go really bad because yeah. he's like he thinks that's where i would love to live he's like if i could pick anywhere for you to live that wasn't where we live i think you would love arizona i don't think you'd like how hot it is i know i don't think i don't i don't know yeah you need to come I have to pacific f- northwest i me. know okay both of you i'm going on trips with both of you okay down <laughs> and then i'll just leave this place behind <laughs> um yeah okay so the next one is divided attention theory and this theory suggests that deja vu occurs due to a subliminal recognition of the object in our experience. This means that our subconscious mind, the thoughts that we are unaware of, recalls the stimulus, but our conscious mind does not. It's like our subconscious picked it up, stored it. Our conscious mind is like, mm, never seen that before. <laughs> but our subconscious is like, yeah, you have dummy. You just don't remember doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. This theory was tested in an experiment involving student participants who were shown a series. Oh, so this is like the same thing. Mm-hmm. They were shown a series of different locations and then asked to identify which locations they were familiar with. But prior to the exper- experiment, the students were flashed images of some of the locations that they'd never visited. Um, and the images, they flashed them so fast that they didn't last long enough for their conscious minds to register them. That's so cool to be, by the yeah. way, that they know that. 
the students were more likely to re recognize the locations they hadn't visited that had been shown to their subconscious than the locations they hadn't visited that hadn't been shown. That freaks me out because that's why subliminal, subliminal messaging, messaging is a thing. I know. But I don't because like our that. subconscious picks it up. Yeah. I but our con like it, it happens so quickly that our conscious mind doesn't realize it happened. I know, and I don't like it. It's really scary. I, it makes me feel like someone else can manipulate manipulate your mind. Yeah, uh, manipulate others' minds. Yeah, a hundred percent. They can. It's so scary. Combine uh, that with like propaganda. I yikes. Yeah, yeah. Like, have you ever watched those things on propaganda? Oh my god, we should do one on that. Yeah. But have you ever seen those things? I'd that be are, like, so scared to do anything like even closely political at this point in time. <laughs> I know that's true. <laughs> but but not even like political propaganda, like advertising things, little yeah. things that they put in advertisements or like the symbolism. Oh my yeah. God, we sh like the symbolism and some of the things that they use that's like things that you wouldn't even register. But uh, we actually did that at Buckeye. There mm -hmm. was um, like FedEx yeah. having the arrow yes. in it. There was uh, Hershey Kiss Ha, there's a, a the shape of a Hershey kiss in there. Mm -hmm. um, there. There was like so many of them that we did. Um, it's very. But yeah, I don't like any of it. No, I, I also don't like Disney putting, mm. you know, mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. their all their peens in all the kid I've movies. seen so many peens, <laughs> and I never registered them consciously. Yeah, <laughs> until I went back and watched that. Damn you, Disney! They blew sex right into the air. That's what it says. Have you yeah. ever seen that Lion the King? Lion King? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's atrocious. <laughs> Weird. Not like that. Um, this demonstrates how our subconscious mind is able to hold on to an image, allowing us to show recognition of it, even though our conscious mind does not. This means that deja vu could be us recognizing a message that we have received subconsciously. Believers in this theory believe that subconscious messages can be communicated to us through the internet, TV, and other social media devices. A little messaging. I know. Okay, the next one is your amygdala. <laughs> Wait, I wonder if it can go back because Shane and I have had conversations and then those conversations have become conversations elsewhere. Like weird topics that we have discussed and like with them the exact phrasing that we used mm -hmm. the people who are now using them in conversation are using the exact phrasing really yeah and that or like when you talk about how oh, i almost just said something i'm not allowed to say <laughs> but like uh let's say you say that you like reese's uh-huh and then all of a sudden there's a bunch of ads for Reese's. Yes. On your timeline. That freaks you're me like, out. How do you know I like Reese's? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't have. And then someone was talking. This is so not on topic. But someone was talking about the whole Hey Siri thing. Yeah. I thought my phone was going to go off. <laughs> um, do you know about Because you don't have an iPhone. No. Okay. So when you say. Let's see if it'll work. Hey Siri. Okay, so you heard it beep. Mm -hmm. It was ready for me to start talking. But it had to be listening to hear me say yep. hey Siri. So how long it's, is it on? It's a listening all the time. That is mm -hmm. so scary. Mm -hmm. Hate that. Yeah. 
And that's kind of like our brains. Yeah. Listening all the time and we don't know it. And then it gets <laughs> not brought up. picking up shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not aware of a goddamn thing. <laughs> Me neither. Oops. I just mauled that microphone. I'm so sorry. Okay. The amygdala is a small region in our brain. So this is going to be. Um, this is where trauma stored, right? Yeah, we're taking us back to our phobias episode. Episode yeah. two, you guys, go back and listen. That was a fun <laughs> one. Um, with one located in each cerebral hemisphere, the amygdala is involved in our experience of emotion, most commonly fear and anger. Uh-huh. The amygdala is responsible for our fear response to things in our environment. So if you're afraid of spiders, your amygdala will process your response when you see one. When we're put in a dangerous situation, our amygdala may act to temporarily disorient our brain. If you were standing underneath a falling tree, your amygdala may have a panic response that causes your brain to essentially malfunction. That so, goddamn amygdala. I know. It's it not really doing is. us any favors. It's really messing us up. I yeah. feel like when you, a tree is falling on you, it's the last time you should be disoriented. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to move I me. really need you to hyper-focus right now. <laughs> yeah. You need to pay attention. <laughs> this is important. Get We've us been, to safety. We have been training for this. Yeah. If any time you need to really like focus on a, a situation. Yeah. Of, Fight or know. flight, I'm going to need to like fly, <laughs> yes. please. So it says the amygdala can be used to explain deja vu if we consider the moment as a temporary brain malfunction. If we're placed in a situation that is almost the same as the situation we've been in before, but it has changed somehow. For example, the layout of a house may be identical to another you've been in, but the furniture may be different. Um, our amygdala could somehow produce a panic response. I don't know why. Stop malfunctioning. <laughs> yeah, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I'm doing the dishes. I don't. But also, that's like the whole thing with anxiety. It's like, why are you freaking out right now? I'm. Yeah. I, I, there's nothing to. I'm in my house alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my house alone. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I hate that thing. It's awful. It's like all it's of probably a sudden listening you're to me right now. It's like, oh, do you? You just wait. <laughs> you're gonna panic as soon as we get done with this. Um, so this means basically that you're put in a temporary state of confusion and they say that could be your deja vu experience is like how you said it's kind of dreamlike. Yeah. It's just your brain is. Well, that would make sense, I guess a little bit because we've, we talked about, um, how dissociating feels dreamlike. Yes. And that's probably yeah, it's right. related well, the, to the amygdala too. Another one that I will talk about is, um. I'll just go down to it now since you said that, but yeah. mental illness, deja vu is attributed to some indication of mental illness, such as schizophrenia or dissociative, dissociative identity disorder. Huh. But <laughs> I love that I copied and pasted this exactly, this one, because it made me laugh. It said, however, given that students have shown that most of the population has experienced deja vu at one time or another, this theory would indicate that most of us are mentally ill, and hopefully that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> but is it? Yeah. Um, our next one is reincarnation theory. What? The general theory of reincarnation is that we lived as someone else in a previous life before we were born into this life. Uh So although there are some intriguing accounts of people who seem to recall personal details of their past lives, believers in reincarnation claim that the majority of us move into the next life with no recollection of this life. I've heard of that before. However, if you're put into a situation where, and I think I told you a little bit about this last time, but like where you, if you start to experience like I've lived this before. Yes. They believe you could be living, you could be experiencing one of your previous experiences of a past life. In that moment, your brain is recalling it because that is the moment that you're supposed to cha- like 
people who believe in reincarnation believe that if you're reincarnated, it's because something went wrong and you have to basically right your wrongs. You know what I'm saying? You have a mistake. Yeah, that you have to correct. And apparently when you're... Or learn a lesson. Yes, yes, exactly that. So whenever your deja vu is happening, they say that that moment you become conscious of remembering that because that's the moment where you're supposed to be learning a lesson the or last changing time that something. I remember having deja vu. I was doing the dishes. I mean, the last time I did was on this podcast. So I'm like, what am I supposed to oh, yeah. not be doing this? I, don't I think un- we're doing good. It's fine. Yeah. I don't understand. I, I have heard that it's related to past life stuff. And I have heard that there are people who like, um, can recall weird, weird, like yeah. children, who can recall weird things? Like there was a kid who said something about dying in the war. Yeah, there have been ner- numerous ones. Numerous. There, there, there <laughs> have been numerous little Kurds <laughs> that have said, like, I remember watching this one. Me and um, Noah's dad used to watch this show, and I don't remember what it was called, but I think it was on a history channel. It was basically just that. It was like a bunch of people telling stories of their kids who have essentially lived past lives. Yeah. And this one, it was so freaky because they said they were watching like um, a documentary on Hitler Uh and the little girl was like, I know him. And then they were like, what? How? And she's like, he's a bad man. And they're like, we've never, she was like two. So there's no way. And then he was speaking German. So there's subtitles. She can't read. Right. And she's just watching it. And all of a sudden he says a joke Uh and she begins laughing. (gasps) No, 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 And they're like, no. Huh? And they're like, he's funny. And they're like, what? Like she understood German. Holy Is that crap. insane? That's terrifying. Yeah. And I took German and I can confirm it is not an easy language to understand. Not at all. Especially. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there's that one. That's a cool one. The next one's the glitch theory. This one's fun, too. Um, the glitch theory is perhaps the most bizarre yet exciting explanation included. So deja vu may seem like a minor moment in your lifetime, which you soon forget after it happens. But if this theory is true, deja vu could actually be a phenomenal event. The glitch theory describes deja vu as a momentary breakdown in our reality. Einstein famously famously suggested that there is no such thing as time, that time is a human creation made to establish order and structure. However, time might simply be an illusion from which deja vu gives us a small break. This would explain why we feel we have lived in the moment before. If time is a made-up convention, then what we believe to be the past, present, and future are actually all happening simultaneously. That's what I said. I know. Yeah. Therefore, when deja vu occurs, we are simply slipping into a greater level of consciousness where we are able to live more than one experience at the same time. Yeah. This theory has wider implications, too. If deja vu is really a glitch in reality, this may mean that that damage to the foundations of our universe are created whenever an experience of deja vu occurs. Some people hypothesize that these are the moments when UFOs can be sighted because deja vu is opening up our bridge between different realities. Whoa. I know. That one was my favorite. That I, I... Okay, here's the thing. When when I realized that time was just something that we made up, I it is it is a rabbit hole in my brain. I love that, that you I said when I be, realized. We I, I didn't we think did, about it. Yeah, 
I didn't realize they called a cheerleader a cheerleader because they le- they led cheers. <laughs> or that a bus stop was a bus stop is because that's where the bus stops. Okay? Right. I just thought that was the name of it. Right. I didn't think, I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> wow, everyone's going to be like, okay, well. I'm trying to talk <laughs> I didn't think about where stuff came from. Yes. I just thought this is the way it is. Yes. Why question it? Why look into it? Why even try and understand it more? This is just the world. Right. And so when I stopped and was thinking about it, and I think it was maybe because of uh, daylight savings time, and when I learned like not everyone does daylight yes. savings time, that's so weird. Yeah, and why the fuck do we still do it? <laughs> I don't know. It's Arizona so doesn't do it. I know. I'm going there. <laughs> um, but I thought about how time and the fact that sixty seconds is a minute and sixty minutes is an hour, and there's twenty four hours in the day. We only know that there's that many hours in the day because we created the day and we said when the day started and ended, Ew. but it doesn't have to do that. No. It doesn't have to start. Or end at any specific time. Yeah. Like we chose midnight. Yep. Midnight doesn't have to be midnight. Midnight could be whatever. Tuesday could be any day. Like days of the week don't, they're nothing. And then I think that's why I started, I told you this is a rabbit hole that I have to stay away from. I but like when people get excited about New Year's, I'm like, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's all one it's just, time. We're all slipping into. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that I remember talking to you about this on Marco Polo um, that I don't like holidays necessarily. Mm-hmm. I don't either. And not because I'm like a party pooper, but because I think think it's cre it's created to make us buy things and to celebrate things when they want us to do so yeah and they being the, the man, man. <laughs> it's so true because guess what there's there is uh valentine's day stuff out oh i and then hate we're supposed it. to celebrate valentine's day yeah me and Corey never get each other anything i don't i think if we have it's been something small every time because it's so i i just have always been like if you're thinking about me and you go and buy something that's way more i do not want to be like well it's valentine's day you know what that means we have to hang out or some yeah. dumb shit like you Most have to prove that you love me. Where's my card? By the way, I've worked in a restaurant for like the past 12 years of my life. So Valentine's Day has never meant shit except that I'm getting money <laughs> because we get slammed on Because people Day. are supposed to go to restaurants. And and yeah, and buy a bunch and of food. And wine and dine. Yep. You, that's your day, man. You go out, you buy your girl whatever kind of, whatever glass of champagne or wine, and then you let her get the steak, you get the lobster, you guys are going to have a yeah. good time, and it's just like so silly too. It's very... The amount of proposals also that I've seen at restaurants, guys, please don't do that. <laughs> I mean, it was very nice to see a couple times, but when like... Who proposed at a restaurant? On Valentine's Day? No. Yeah, don't he, do that. No, he proposed in may um and it was not in the restaurant it was in the parking lot um and it was a, a strip mall it was fine <laughs> it's, it's fine. very sweet yeah see i just i really think, did love it i think it's funny i just think i hate like the feeling that guys feel pressured like well this is the day i'm gonna ask her because yeah. it's a holiday of love and it's just like wow it's a holiday of love because someone named it the holiday of love yeah it, it doesn't just have to another be. day yeah and like same thing I mean, I guess with like Easter and Christmas, there is some kind of like spiritual meaning behind it. Yeah. But like some of the other days are just bizarre to me. And, and even, you know what? Arbor Day. <laughs> I mean, come on, day. <laughs> but even if there are like a spiritual connection, like I don't know how spiritual St. Patty's Day is, but, mm, that's <laughs> but 
it's like, okay, February is Valentine's Day. March is St. Patty's Day. Uh, April is Easter. Easter. May is Memorial Day. And Mother's Day. Right. Which I'm totally all for. (laughs) And then June is Father's Father's Day Day and our birthdays. Yes. (laughs) July is July 4th. 4th. It's like they have to create something for us to distract ourselves with and celebrate. Because if we don't plan for the next thing... Then we realize. Well, what are stores supposed to do? My right. goodness. Nobody right. will buy all of these things that they'll throw away tomorrow. Right. So it, dumb. It just is, it, it's a hard thing for me. And so like when I think that all of it's already happened, part of me is like, then does any of it matter? It doesn't. <laughs> does it matter at all? It's, it is so, that's something I can't spend any more time on no we really can't because we've lost everybody i'm sorry <laughs> if you're still listening we have one more we're gonna draw a prize the 50 50 drawing is coming up <laughs> please stay get with your us. tickets out <laughs> well my last one's woo woo too so um this last one is a parallel life which is kind of what uh-huh. we're talking about While the concept of parallel universes and parallel lives may seem like a science fiction concoction, it is based in our current understanding of theoretical physics. Like I said, all of these parallel universe things you can say are woo-woo, but when you like look at it, there are actual scientists and like quantum physics people talking about it. And I'm like, researching. You're way smarter than I am. Yeah. Like for sure you probably know more than I do. Stuff. Yes such as quantum mechanics and string theory. In this view, there are infinite number of possibilities to life experience, and each possibility plays out a separate life apart from the one you know. For instance, this means that there are multiple versions of you living out all the different choices you did not make in this life. Ooh, there are certain ones that I feel so bad for. I know. I'm so sorry, honey. (laughs) I know. The ones who didn't get out of the situations that I am so grateful I'm out of, like, girl... Are you alive? Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, same. Um, The reason you believe yourself to be living only one of these possibilities as your current life is due to the focus of your awareness or what the human consciousness that you are living in is currently capable of perceiving at one time. Therefore, in keeping with that concept, deja vu is an experience your subconscious has already had or is currently experiencing in your parallel life. So the moment when deja vu occurs feels familiar to you because your subconscious, the part of you that is infinite, uh-huh. that is experiencing all these other lives, is already ex- has already experienced the moment or is currently experiencing We're it. all doing the dishes together. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, well, that's why I was like, oh, cool. My other life is podcasting too. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good for you, honey. <laughs> Hopefully she's doing well. Yeah. The other you was in Mexico too. Yes. Wow. Or had been there before, which is yeah. cool. Maybe I got super rich. You know what? That's actually uh, a hidden fear of mine. Getting super rich? No. Oh, I was like, that no, is no, no, not no. a fear of mine. <laughs> no, uh, a hidden fear of mine. It, it's another fear that I'm afraid like to say out loud because then I don't want it to come true. Mm-hmm. Um, is waking up in a different consciousness. Yes, me too. Almost like Freaky Friday yes. myself. And realizing that like what's going on is like, it? but still being aware of my other yeah. like existence. So like waking up as one of those other Jerry's in that life and being like, Oh my God, am I, how it, am I still there? Yeah. Like, Where's my family? Like, how do I get to them? Um, oh. can, are, do they exist anymore? Okay. Real quick. I'm going to, we're putting a, 
I'm going to put a, um, what's that called? I'm saying right now that we're doing this, but we should make that a movie. Like a horror movie. Dibs. That's oh, there you go. Dibs. Putting a dibs on it right now. You guys can't take that. But I how? think it is. I think there's oh, a I'm Nicholas, sure. I think there's a Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, that he was similar. the first person I was thinking that could play it. <laughs> Damn it. You probably still would. All right, cool. Or Sinbad. Yeah. Shazam. We just write Shazam. No, but seriously, yeah. how insane is that? Like yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> yes so so that's all i have on deja vu but my god yeah if if the room is spinning for me a little bit right now yeah i'm freaking a little bit i feel okay i'm very if i hot. wake up tomorrow and i'm not me anymore i just want you to know that i love you and all of you listening if you're still listening in my other <laughs> life um thank you yeah somewhere in one of our other lives we are podcasting just how so do you know, know it's we oh shit that's right you weren't in it i was looking down at my paper when i experienced it maybe whoever you were sitting across from wasn't me oh wow how does that make you feel not good (laughs) um who else is gonna get this banter going i don't know but you found someone i guess um i also would like to say that uh probably after this episode Maybe two more. We'll be at 2,000 downloads. Stop it. So that's cool. Oh, my gosh. No, I haven't checked in a while, and I just checked, and I'm like, oh, that's much higher than I thought. That is insane. Yeah. That you guys still like us. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Really, truly, thank you, because holy cow. Yeah. I would never have. I wouldn't have pictured, number one, that people would listen in the first place, but the fact that they're still listening, I'm like, Yeah, especially you. after I just, like, burp directly into the mic. <laughs> All my coughing, all of the the phlegm. Yeah. All, all of the, the Britney mis- Spears. <laughs> the mispronunciation. Yeah. The stuttering. My God, you guys uh, are amazing. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. That was fun. Yeah. That's the, that on Deja Vu. All right. We're out. Goodbye. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com.
Ashley, for the love of home.